0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Driving Photography with me, Chad Nalyukes of Beach Breeze Studios in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So today I just wanted to ramble a little bit about lenses, camera lenses, and aperture and various other aspects of lenses. I don't know exactly why, it's just something that I felt like I wanted to talk about today. So many people ask all the time, what is the one lens that you would get if you just bought a new camera and didn't have any lenses? Well, besides the kit lens that comes with the camera, because that's usually a piece of crap. Um, I would definitely go with the 50 1.8 for one reason. It's right around a hundred dollars. So it's not breaking the bank on top of whatever body you just bought. And it is one of the better lenses out there. It may not be fast as far as autofocus is concerned, but it is fast as far as aperture is concerned and the glass in it or plastic as some are. Um, matter of fact, I think the Canon 50 millimeter F 1.8 is called the plastic fantastic. Um, it's a really good lens. It's definitely versatile. Uh, street photography is great with it. Portraits are great with it. Um, it works well in the studio. It's sharp. It's got good bokeh and it's just a really good lens for the price. Now, depending on what else you're doing you have you'll you'll be looking into more lenses uh nature and bird photography you want 300 millimeter to 600 millimeter and portraits you want excuse me 85 to 100 uh most of the time and people aren't paying attention again and there's so much about a lens that you have to think about that uh, most people really don't care. Uh, We especially didn't care when we were shooting film or when the megapixels were down around 6, 8, 12 megapixels. But when you get into the 40, 60, 80 megapixels, 100 megapixels, You're starting to get to the resolution that is at the top end of some of the higher-end glass. And there is just so much you have to pay attention to. As far as aperture is concerned, yes, it's nice to have a wide-open aperture and be able to shoot with a shallow depth of field and blur the background, get nice bokeh. But even at the sharpest point of the lens, right in the center usually, at 1.8 or 1.4 or 1.2 even, you're not gonna get as sharp of an image as you would at say, f5.6 or f8. Every lens has a sweet spot that gives them the best sharpness and it's usually right around 5.6 or f8. The ability to get a sharp shot at 80 or 100 megapixels would require you, especially if you're going to be using all those megapixels to print an image, would require you to shoot at f6, f8, just to see the full quality with all that resolution. And there's so much other stuff that you have to worry about. Um, Let's see. Chromatic aberration. How far off is the red and or the cyan and the magenta on high contrast lines or high contrast gradients? Like um, a building against a white uh, sky or shooting through a tree, all the branches and everything against the sky. And you will see cyan and magenta and sometimes yellow all over the top and bottom of those branches. This is chromatic aberration. It's because the lens doesn't allow light to come through at the same speed for all colors of the spectrum. They're all bent a little differently and yes you can get rid of it in Lightroom and Photoshop, Camera Raw, whatever, but uh it's still there on all lenses and not all lenses are the same some lenses are left and are less and some lenses have a little bit more aberration the more pricey a lens the more engineering that went into a lens and the newer ones as uh technology moves forward and everything makes chromatic aberration and the sharp soft spot better not purely gets rid of any problems but it does make it better so you have less aberration or more focus or more sharp uh, sharpness to a lens and these are all things that you're going to pay for so when you're looking for a lens you need to decide based on your camera bodies or what you plan to get on your camera body, uh, as your camera body, what type of lenses you want, what the focal range for uh, what you're trying to shoot, what type of subject you're trying to shoot. And all of the other stuff has to be looked at as well if you're going for a higher range uh, camera body. If you're shooting with a 24 megapixel camera and you're shooting not so contrasty images and not so quick images or uh, snapshot images like um, a bird in flight or something like that, you can deal with a slower f-stop lens and a cheaper lens. If you're shooting portraits, you're going to want a higher f-stop Uh, a faster f-stop so a lower f-stop f 1.8 uh a lot of mine are f 2.8s because i like the uh zooms but you're never going to get a zoom that is as good as a prime i guess there are some zooms that are better than some primes but you're never going to get a really good zoom that is better than an excellent prime and put the time and the money into Finding out which lenses are going to be best for you and which ones are going to be best for your photography don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about what other people are using If you can't afford a fifteen thousand dollar six hundred millimeter f two point eight or f four uh lens, go with the cheaper hundred and fifty to six hundred millimeter lens that's an f eight or f five point six and you'll just have to deal with the uh, f-stop being slower than the f4 or the uh, f2.8 but you'll still get the reach that you are looking for with the 600 millimeters or you can go with a 300 millimeter f2.8 for what five six thousand dollars and you'll get the faster f-stop but you won't get the reach of the 300 so it's all a toss-up you just have to figure out Do you need faster? Do you need longer? Do you need better, newer, sharper? Um, Until you are shooting and your lenses or your pictures are being held back by your lenses or your camera body, you should be shooting more and making sure that you are doing everything you can to make your photography the best it can be. Once you get to the point where your photography is as good as your equipment will let you, then it's time to upgrade. Also, if you're upgrading, be sure to put more money and effort into your lenses because you will go through camera bodies, but your lenses will stay with you and work on all those camera bodies that you go through. So make sure that you put more time, effort and money into getting the right lenses into doing the research and making sure you're going to be happy with the lenses because those are what you're going to be using the most. No matter what body you get, unless you switch from Nikon to Sony or Sony to Canon or whatever. But most people will stick with one system. Anyhow, that covers pretty much what I wanted to talk about, I guess. And it was uh, longer than I thought it would be, considering it's just about lenses. And there'll probably be some more on lenses in the future, as people will probably want to know what POCA is or how to get better bokeh or uh, what chromatic aberration is, stuff like that. We'll we'll talk about that in the future. Or you can find it online at our new uh, online photography learning community at digitalphotohq.com. Join us there to learn photography for free. Although we may have some things that are pay, but most part, it's all going to be free. So join us there and... We'll see you next time on here. Have a great day. Bye.